Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable with me, Sean Phelan. On this week's show, I chat to the team at Croydon RFC about their lockdown and how they are looking to develop their club ready for the future. But first, visit our friends at Rugby Store, who have a huge range of Six Nations stash, British and Irish Lions, as well as boots and re- other replica wear. Get yourself match ready by visiting rugbystore.co.uk and while you're there, save yourself 10% when you use our promo code FYBPOD at the checkout. Visit rugbystore.co.uk and use our special promo code FYBPOD and we thank them for supporting our show. Now, let's get to my chat with Croydon RFC. Hi everyone, uh, welcome to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable. Uh, my name's Sean, um, thanks for joining us once again. And, and again, once again, we are going to chat to the Croydon Rugby Club and find out a bit more about them and, uh, and where they are at the moment uh, and what the future holds. Uh, so thanks for, for watching. Um, we'll we'll uh, get the guys to introduce themselves from the top. So Yorkie, uh, introduce yourself, let us know what you uh, do within Croydon Rugby Club. Yeah, hi, Yorkie. I am um, a chairman and first team hooker at the club. So I've been chairman for the last couple of years. Um, and yeah, that's it. General dog's body as well. <laughs> nice to meet you. Thanks for, for joining us. Jack. Right. Um, Jack, I'm Croydon's first team captain. Um, yeah, been playing this since I was about 12. Brilliant. Brilliant. Craig. Yeah, um, I, I've been at the club for quite a while, even though these guys like to refute that um, <laughs> and say that I'm not a junior, but I was. Uh, what do I do? I, I do all the social media and I do all the hall bookings. Um, barman, lodger, you name it, I've, I've done it. <laughs> nice to meet you. Thanks for uh, for giving up your time. And JC, yeah, uh, hi everybody. I'm uh, JC. So I'm I'm well. I'm I've been playing prop for for Croydon for for a bit now, and I'm the junior chairman. So uh, yeah, trying to uh, re- uh, create a bit of dyna- uh, dynamic for for the the junior sections. Brilliant, excellent. Thanks uh, for joining us today. Um, so we'll start with Mike. So we'll start with Yorkie, the chairman. Uh, tell us a little bit about Croydon, um, how the last few years have been, uh, and uh, yeah, just let's give us a bit of background. Yeah, so we've um, feel like we're on the up the last couple of years. Um, we had we kind of uh, when the four of us kind of got more involved in the committee and, and being involved in stuff. We we kind of came from a place where. The club was really struggling, um, kind of within 24 hours of going under, really. Um, and as a result, you know, that because we were in a tough time, we, we had a couple of seasons where we didn't win a single game, which was a challenge, keeping players and, and keeping people motivated and involved. Um, but we've managed to turn things around. We're kind of, you know, up until COVID, relatively financially stable. Um, we, we managed to win quite a few games last season and won the league. Um, I'm sure Jack will want to kind of expand on that um, and talk about his players. But um, 
yeah, we've, we've kind of had kind of really big events happen. Kind of this year, we were um, chosen by NatWest Rugby Force um, to to kind of receive some gifts from some high profile people. So we had Haskell, Hartley, and uh, Alfonsi come down, uh, and they made us a bench each, which was incredible. Nice. Uh, to have them down, socially distanced uh, during the summer for the NatWest Rugby Force Day, um, and. Yeah, and then kind of we're just uh, just now kind of um, getting involved in, and building a relationship with the the, the Matt Ratana Foundation. Um, yeah, we'll to, come on to that. We'll, come, we'll definitely yeah. come on to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Josie, let, let us know about the uh, the junior section that you've got going on down there. Yeah, you know, as as Yorki was saying, uh, well, a few years ago, I, I think the, the club was uh, was struggling a bit and. Uh, and uh, I mean, I, I played for for Croydon a few few years back, and uh, but in between my, my my daughter and obviously that the best way to to go back to rugby is to try to push the, the youngsters to to join the club, and so, so you've got a good excuse to spend a lot of time uh, <laughs> at the club. So yes, basically knowing that the sections weren't really running uh, anymore. Uh, for different uh, for different reasons, and uh, I thought that maybe the it, it would it, it would be a, a good thing for me to get involved in. So so we started with uh, with minis really. Uh, so you know three, four, five years old uh, kids, uh, and the club has been really good to 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 to, to support me uh, in that. And uh, and we managed it uh, the first year. You know, few 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 families coming every Sundays. And and uh, so, so for we it was a, a bit more, and and, and this year it's, a, it's even more. So now we've got a group of about 15, 20 kids coming every Sunday mornings, um, and and that's amazing to to, to see that developing. Uh, so so I think the, the minis now, uh, are, the mini sections are, are running well, and obviously we are, are always keen to to develop that further. Uh, but yeah, that that's that's uh, for me. That's, that's the most important for for a club to to have your minis and your junior sections running, because that that's really the heart of, of the club, and that's how you survive. Definitely, definitely. But, Jack, yeah. Uh, so, so uh, uh, I was just to say, Jack, uh, give us a, a rundown of your group of players. Yeah, I mean, uh, so we got a new head coach last year, which uh, gave us a lot more direction, a lot more structure to our game. Um, the boys seemed a lot more in, interested in the training because obviously each session's structured. There's something to aim for. Um, he's an ex-player, so he used to play when he was a youngster and a bit of a club legend. So I think he's got a lot of respect from the lads. Um, and it just brings the best out of everyone. I mean, all the players here, like JC, Yorkie, really up, up their game, myself, all the players in the team. Um, I mean, we've become more of a team and we started playing better rugby together. Um, and then, like, like you said, we won the league, got promotion. We was aiming to, you know, aim higher this year, but obviously because of COVID, we couldn't. Um, but we're all looking forward to getting back playing. We are still unbeaten, uh, Craig. Don't forget that. We're still unbeaten. Every, everyone's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Every, uh, <laughs> Craig, uh, give us a bit of background on yourself and, and you know, the impact of, that social media has had on the club. Yeah, I mean, um, I took over that a few years ago. We didn't have a, a massive social media presence. Uh, we still don't, but it looks nicer than it did. <laughs> uh, yeah, we. I kind of. We, I think we had an old Instagram and an old Facebook. Um, got a few bits up, made some pretty pictures, 
help support JC with with the juniors and flyers and yeah. recruitment drives and stuff like that. Uh, it has made a difference. We, we've definitely had more players come down because they've seen our online presence. Um, so they're players that we wouldn't have got before. And that's, as you know, tough to come by for new players at the moment or, or even before COVID. So it's made a difference. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. Uh, Craig, Craig's work is definitely uh, helpful. I mean, especially recruitment, that's, that's the key thing for us. And uh, to Craig's work on, on, on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and Twitter, it's, uh, it's definitely a help for us. Yoki, what is the, the recruitment uh, process that you you guys have down at uh, Croydon? Um, throw everything and see what we can make stick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, largely, um, at, at the point, you know, the last few years when we were kind of really struggling, it was about um, bringing down people that we knew and, and those contacts. And, you know, some of our back three were, were a couple of friends of Jack's that he knew through work. Um, footballers previously uh, wanted to come down and get involved and, and they're now kind of you know regular first team players and, and really developed um as craig said using social media and using those connections and just kind of making a presence so that you know when people think of rugby they are thinking of us and not you know the the huge amount of other clubs that are, are obviously in the area um, and want to come down and see what we're doing and be involved in that um, and then leaflets um, uh, and advertising in local shops, getting out and doing kind of local fates, fairs, um, you know, pre-COVID, obviously. Um, and just kind of, yeah, trying every channel we can. But we're kind of really keen to to launch, um, you know, a, a women's team, keep expanding the juniors. You know, one of the kind of guys that's, you know, broke through and, and is breaking or would have been breaking through into the first team more reg regularly this season was one of the dads that came down to JC's juniors days. And he's, you know, he's got involved in volunteering. His wife has, and they've both done kind of huge amounts. And it's about that kind of attraction, people coming down, experiencing what we've got to offer and wanting to be more involved and bring more people into that. Definitely. So what is your sort of volunteer? How many volunteers do you have? Uh, do, you, do you need roles filling? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, vol volunteers, I think, is, is getting more and more difficult every year. And I, I don't think that's something that's um, just for us. We, we also, the club hosts a table tennis um, team as well, which are all volunteer-led. Um, and, and they struggle for volunteers. We struggle every year. But we've got, you know, we've got a strong committee that's been around for a long time. And we've got a couple of really core volunteers that get involved more. As I said we've we've probably had more volunteers this last year than than we've 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 had the last few, um, but positions on the committee we we don't have an awful lot of um, our kind of um, ex players um, you, you know the the kind of older gents that that, that used to play um, you know that, that time when it was tough the the club didn't look after them didn't communicate well enough with them right. and those relations relationships are something that we're really keen to build with them you know they, they built the club they're the history of the club and we want them involved and, and that's something that we're kind of looking to approach and build to, to get them involved and you know we know that they're passionate about the club and about where it goes and and how they can get involved in doing that is something we're really keen to kind of explore more of as we move forward sounds good sounds good jack um how was lockdown for the team, uh, how was train? How much training did you get in? How many people did you get down at, at the, the session? 
Uh, obviously, it was tough for everyone not getting any rugby rugby fix at all um, during the first lockdown. Um, we tried to keep in contact with each other. With there's a few social media things we've done where we'd do a boat race. So everyone would down a pint as quick as they can. So we kind of kept the social side going. Um, and then as soon as we come out of lockdown, uh, you know, all the boys come straight back down to training. Clear to see that everyone has been missing it. I mean, a few a bit heavier than they were before lockdown. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we really, really had a strong pre-season and everyone was raring to go. Um, yeah. And then obviously we went into another lockdown, unfortunately, just before we was about to play our first game. And then we come out of the last lockdown, played the week before Christmas, and oh, everyone loved it. Everyone loved running around again, their hands on the rugby ball. Um, and we come away with a win. So, you know, we're undefeated this year. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, uh, JC, uh, has there been... Um, uh, how do I put it? Uh, have you noticed any... Uh, people not coming back to the mini and junior sessions because of the pandemic or, or for any other reasons? Well, or is so, everyone so we, chomping we, at the bit? No, we, we, we're building our uh, junior sections and I, I guess we can talk about that a bit later as well. So so for, for yeah, I, I guess for the teenagers, it was a bit more difficult to to keep the focus uh, on, on, on rugby. So so we, we certainly suffered a bit of, 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 of that. But hopefully we'll, we'll be able to... Uh, to 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 give uh, a a big push uh, in in the coming months regarding junior sections, regarding the minis, the families were so desperate to get the kids back to rugby. Uh, <laughs> they were yeah, I mean they were so thankful for. It. I remember after the first uh, after the first lockdown, the, fa- the the yeah the family coming back and the parents saying thank you for 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 getting back running. Because they, they need to go out, they need to run around, and and we need them to be a bit a, a bit tired uh, at the end of the day. So, so yeah, no. A, again, from from uh, the, the in the mini sections, great support from the parents, uh, and it, it was great to see. And they were, and we we got actually uh, an increase in in in, uh, in kids coming uh, just after lockdown. Uh, so so that was that was definitely good to see. And and obviously we keep the the, the communication open with them uh, through uh, WhatsApps and and everything. And they are so supportive. They are so supportive. It's great to have them with us. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, uh, Craig, um, how, how how were the clubs sort of kept engaged over the the lockdown periods? Uh, well, as you can imagine, the the WhatsApp probably was used way more than it ever has been before. Um, <laughs> and, and we we used to have a, a banter group and an info group, and we got rid of one. We've only got the info group now, but it's definitely not just information in there. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff over lockdown. <laughs> Um, very early on, we we reached out as a club, you know, community club in Croydon, um, with deep roots there. We reached out to people that might need help and stuff like that. In fact, we did actually um, have someone who never played for Croydon, but but played rugby and understood the rugby world and, and what that meant and contacted us to get his mum some help. Needed a plumber. She was local to us. He was nowhere near. Um, and we got a plumber in about half an hour flat, I think so. Um, power social media again and the, and the rugby community so yeah we did a lot of stuff like that little brainchild of Yorkie was a, a call to rugby when we had a, a bit of a return to rugby we had our, our coach Louis do a blow a, a Viking horn and then everybody at home could hear the horn the little clips of everyone running to the to the pitch um, that, we, that we put out that was quite a good one brilliant sounds like a good idea Craig 
<laughs> well, someone smarter has to put it all together, though, don't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Yorkie, uh, you, you touched on it before. The club was, was struggling a couple of years ago. Um, how is everything now uh, compared to then? And how, did, how was lockdown uh, and sort of the whole pandemic thing uh, a, a struggle for the club? Um, you know, touch wood, it's, it's, it's not been too bad till now. We, we, we managed to get kind of some support from, from local council at, at the start of lockdown, which has, which has seen us through up to now. Um, we rent the, the, the pitch and the clubhouse. Um, and, you know, we, landlord graciously agreed to give us kind of rent free for the second half of the year. Um, which has kind of meant that, you know, the lack of, um, functions and so on hasn't impacted us too badly. The boys have all still paid their subs um, and, you know, we've kind of had that bit of money coming in. We were saving before lockdown to kind of have the next stage of our renovations done. We've recently had the bar area and the toilets done. Um, it was about time we renovated something for the players and we were going to get the showers and stuff done because, you know, there's, there's no club in the world, I think, that kind of is really proud of their showers um, <laughs> for long months. Um, so that'd have been nice to give something back to the boys, but you know some of that money's had to go back into to keeping where we are. Um, the next few months will be interesting, obviously, with going back into tier four, um, rent being due again from January. You know, depending on on negotiation with our landlord, um, that you know we might have to kind of try and get a bit creative with, with raising some funds and and how we can do that. But you know, at this moment in time. I think, you know, compared to others, we're, we're in a relatively good position. Um, and, you know, just as I said, next few months might be more of a challenging. And, and that's the same for everybody, the uncertainty of of what things look like, given that, you know, four weeks ago, we were kind of getting back to playing and, and you know, everything looked like change and things were opening back up. And, and now everything's locking back down, you know, tier by tier. Um, interesting to see what tier five will bring, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, can't imagine that's going to be long either. Um, okay, uh, what have we got right now? Uh, Jack, on the players' side, um, we've asked this question to, to everyone we've spoken to recently. Um, players at the start of lockdown, were any players sort of hesitant about returning or um, maybe a bit apprehensive about playing again because of the whole? Uh, COVID thing uh, and, and what's that like now have, have people just decided no uh, we're ready to go we're you know absence has made the hard grow fonder <laughs> um, yeah definitely I think when we first come out of lockdown there was I would say there was loads of players there was a few players especially if they've got like vulnerable family members that wanted to stay away for a little a little bit longer um, but to be honest didn't the majority come back pretty much straight away um and then as soon as we can train again, the same again, I think everyone will be back to it as soon as they can. Like you say, chomping up the bit to get there. Um, I know I definitely will be. I mean, I could probably easily go and just kick a rugby round every day if I could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could do with the practice. But um, no, I think I think everyone will come back. And we just want to get the season going, obviously. Um, leagues obviously have been cancelled and stuff. But this uh, sorry off you have put us in this cup instead um which would be lovely. do you think that'll happen do you think that'll happen realistically uh i did when we went back to playing two weeks ago 
And now I was speaking to one of the fellow players today and we both probably agreed that that's not going to happen. Likely to happen. Um, but even if we get a few friendlies in at some point this year and then get a good pre-season in and ready for the next season. Yeah, yeah. We all know there's no such thing as a friendly, really. Um, <laughs> every game is competitive, isn't it? And I think, you know, as Jack said, I think we all just want to play for the love of the game. You know, you want to get out there and, and you know, with, you know, kind of 29 other blokes and, and kind of just do something that we all love doing. And I think that kind of everyone's keen to, to do that as, as safely and securely as we can. Um, but just to get out there and play some rugby. So how was that first game before 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 Christmas? Heaven. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it really, really was. I mean, obviously, it's slightly different laws with no scrums and no malls. Um, but to be honest, it didn't slow the game down at all. In fact, I think it sped it up, um, especially for some of the heavier players not having to push in the scrum. They definitely showed how much energy... <laughs> They must use pushing in the scrum because they made some storming runs. So, um, but yeah, and then to come away with the win as well was was obviously really good. Um, and we did look rusty, to be fair, considering it had been quite a bit of time since we played. The hands were good. I mean, it was wet conditions and things. So, no, it was nice. Good. Anyone else playing that game? What is, what is, no, it wasn't available that day. It wasn't available. I was gutted, but um, I was, no I was driving up the no. M1 to meet my mum in, uh, in a car park in Peterborough to exchange gifts before <laughs> Tier 4 started. Oh, no scrum. Uh, honestly, what's the point playing rugby if there is no scrum? Really? <laughs> I don't want to go back to you and have to shower again with each other. That's all I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> but is it, is, it, is it that camaraderie thing, you know, that thing of being in a changing room and, and, and being in the showers together? And is, is that something you've missed? Because I know. You know, from my experience, I have massively. It's you know, it's my Saturday afternoon is, is sort of the it's the place you get a bit of solace, and you know, it, it, it's been terrible for a lot of people. Have you have have you guys found it? Have you missed it? How much have you missed it? <laughs> in in my case, I've I've not been down for a while because um, I had a baby, and that stopped. You know, that put puts the the, the brakes on sometimes and ended up not going down for a bit and I've absolutely missed those those moments um not just the training part but the bits before and after where you're catching up and and having a chat and everything like that all of the banter and everything that's that's definitely something I've missed yeah I I think especially with our good results last last season we 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 started creating something uh and 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 having having the the, this this new coach coming you know and Showing us uh, well, the motivations that we needed to to play together. It's been we started something last last season. It was just a bit painful not to be able to to carry on uh, as well as this season because of of COVID. So that's 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 what I miss. You know, getting getting all together, really tight in the changing room before a game, and saying, yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna trust them again. Uh, and that that's what I miss. <laughs> Yeah, I think we've all really missed it. It's been those opportunities where making the most of the opportunities where we have been able to see each other in in kind of within guidelines and so on. So, so you know, the training and making the most of that time we've got together, the, the Matt West Rugby Force Day, 
was kind of real good energy about and everyone was kind of excited and you know you know a bit of a you know mickey taking the banter as, he, as craig says um and kind of just having those times has been really important and it would have been so much more difficult i think for you know people's mental health and so on to to not have had something through the summer um would have been a real challenge for some people and it's about making sure that the WhatsApp group and stuff, and we are keeping in contact and looking after each other that way as well. Really important for for everybody, I think. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so this, uh, you touched on it at the beginning, Yorkie, the uh, Matt Rotana Foundation uh, came about after uh, the tragic events uh, earlier in the year. Um, uh, and they've selected uh, you guys as being one of the first recipients or of, of a grant um tell us a little bit about that how, how did that come about uh, and what is it going to evolve so i mean we're incredibly proud to, to, to be involved and you know none of us knew knew matt personally but um from what we've seen from the people um around him and what they've been inspired to do just is, is testament to him um and you know the the values that he held personally and, and that mirror those across rugby um something that we're kind of really keen to do um and as you know jc said and, I, and i'll let him expand in a moment more on it um is you know we're, we're really keen to build our reach with juniors and minis um and you know further out into the community of what we can do and the work that craig mentioned earlier of, of kind of touching communities uh, and what we've been able to do is, is expanding that um, and that will help the future of the club. It will do that and, and you know, um, build the club and, and expand. But it, it's about just bringing more of that community back together, which I think is needed now more than ever and, and is what the foundation is looking to do um, and to provide that for people. Um, Jason, you've got more of the details around what we're going yeah. to do. I'll pass to him. Yeah, no, as 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 Joachim, as we discussed uh, before, I mean, I, so so we 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 all right with the, the minis at the moment, and we really need to 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 work on on, on our juniors, and and so so as uh, the foundation, I contacted us initially through, through emails, and the, the first call that uh, we had with them straight away, we we got on, we had the same kind of ideas. I mean. Recruit. We, we were talking about recruiting earlier, and it's 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 harder and harder, and especially in our area, uh, where where we are, there, there are a lot of competitions, a lot of clubs around us, and it's quite uh, difficult to get to to get new guys. And basically, what 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 we found out was so the foundation uh, would help us recruit young uh, young guys. Um, and in in our catchment area, which is really New Addington, and and what they, they really liked with us is like New Addington is not the richest part of uh, of London of Croydon, and that's really what uh, our targets. We we want to to get these young lads out of the street and and having a focus uh, and and building their their life around rugby and and uh, having rugby as as a support to 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 to, to do right things. And I, I mean, for, for uh, I've, I've never been in trouble or anything, but that's that's what I, I loved rugby when I was a teenager. You know, the, the, this this sport just gives you so much values uh, and good values, and that's that's exactly where we landed uh, so closely with, with the foundation because we are we have exactly the same kind of ideas. We want to to get the the, the young lads from from New Addington instead of doing nothing of their uh, days. Um, and come and play with us 
and and create something around that. And that's that's so the the, the motto of the foundation. I, I think I think that's really Matt, what Matt was about as well uh, in his club. Uh, so so that that's why they it uh, well we think that it's a perfect fit uh, with us. Just to put a bit of flavour on on what that's going to look like for us over twenty twenty one. So um, obviously COVID restrictions might affect this, but but we're looking at phase one. Um, they'll be looking at helping us with some coaching sessions, reaching out to local schools, using a lot of Matt's contacts and, and stuff like that with the police as well um, to try and get us um, not just not just boys, but girls as well, all kids involved in the club. Um, and then phase two, looking at a, a charity match, hopefully in August, um, bank holiday in August with with like a celebrity team versus the police. So men's men's match and a women's match. Yeah, I'm actually planning that. Uh, oh, there you go. I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be part of that. Celeb- Not the celebrity, celebrity side, surely. Uh, yeah, apparently, apparently they came to me a few weeks ago and I said, oh, I'm available, jokingly. And they said, oh, yeah, come and play. Uh, on that, uh, uh, the, the, the team are actually looking for shirt sponsors. So if anyone is uh, out here, get in contact with us because... Um, they are looking for a shirt sponsor for that game. Uh, and I've, I, I've seen the list of players that are playing for the Celebrity 15 uh, and you should get your, your, your company involved. So if, if you see that, get, get in touch with us and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll pass it on to, to the guys that are organising that. But yeah, that's going to be a hell of an occasion. Um, so, so what happens then? Once, once you know, uh, sort of the initial phases happen, um, what, what does the rest of sort of the, the, the work look like? Yeah, I, I, I think uh, what what the, the, the foundation wants us to, uh, to to do is really to to structure uh, to, to structure our junior sections and helping us uh, with that, and having uh, two, three, four sections uh, ready, uh, especially well with with COVID, obviously, uh, it's going to take a bit maybe a bit longer than 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 uh, usual. Uh, but but yeah, I hope that uh, by by the end of this year or the next year we will have a, a proper junior section running with their help, and uh, they will definitely help with that. Right, so that long term, isn't it? The, the long term kind of value in building that. So just not just recruiting the kids, but having the coaches there for that structure to keep them kind of coming back year on year. You know, we've got players like Jack and reportedly Craig, although as he said, it's disputed whether he was a junior or not. Um, that have come through the club and, and, and are now involved and, and kind of built up into you know what the you know what the first team is now is people that's been involved and that you've got outsiders like me that moved from up north um, down and just invaded the club. Um, but you know it's about that kind of longevity of of that yeah. uh, you know from from being kind of young juniors or minis into older and kind of taking those values in because. You know, we all play. We all know, you know, the values that you take into into you know your personal and professional career and what that means and difference it can make to people um, is is huge. So not only for the club but for the individuals that we hope to help as well. And that definitely, junior sections are the backbone of any clubs, and and once we've got that sorted, then that's a club in a good shape again. Yeah, you'll be you'll be thriving in no time. I have no doubt about that. Great club. Um, so finally, uh, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. So finally, we ask everyone this. Uh, it's, we'll, we'll go to each of you. But uh, one hope uh, and one fear 
for for the grassroots game or the club uh, in, in 2021. Uh, anyone want to uh, take that one on first? <laughs> but we'll, um, we'll we'll go around the table, obviously. My hope is that we get to play some rugby, and then just with uh, swapping that round is my fears that we won't get to play any rugby until September. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, been watching a few documentaries recently. My my hope would be that the game continues to expand its reach. Um, I think, especially into kind of communities where it might not necessarily have been popular before. Rugby is a sport for everyone, and I really hope that it can build upon that. Um, my fear um, would be um, for the game itself is is that kind of um, reducing number of volunteers and people willing to put time in. I think it could be a real struggle for grassroots clubs going forward definitely from from my point of view uh, what i kind of hope for really is you know that as as jack kind of mentioned that the, the game comes back to life for us and and you know it's covid doesn't know what date it is we're right on the edge of it being a new year it doesn't mean anything to, to covid and a pandemic but we can still have a good new year whenever that is whether it's in march or may um and and actually make sure that, you know, the Matratana Foundation, that those things get instilled in the club. Um, my fear, probably, is I'm no longer a back. I'm probably a forward now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you've never been a forward. forward. You will never be a forward, Craig. And actually, I'm just, I'm just too pretty for it, Sean. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be doing it. And I'm glad that the laws have changed. I don't have to get involved in too many rocks or anything like that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I'll, I'll start with my fear. Uh, my biggest fear is that no, this no scrum monarchies uh, well last too long. Uh, you know that that's the only thing I can play nowadays in rugby. So, uh, so I want the scrum uh, to to come back as as soon as possible. Uh, no, I hope uh, so much hope. Uh, so much hope uh, with uh, uh, with our this work with, with the foundation that we started. Uh, obviously, if we just just if we can set up a, a team of of juniors, and obviously we we can't play any competitions. But if we can just by the end of this season play a friendly and have fifteen of our guys, our juniors, playing against uh, you know a local team, that that would be that would be amazing. And obviously, uh, having the, the foundation behind us and and get, giving giving this you know giving that back to them and say thank you so much. That, that would that, that would be such a good result. So yeah. So that would be the hope for this season, for sure. That is a, uh, another uh, hope. Just, just to, I hope JC gets not, his long away try for Croydon soon. Has he not, have you not scored yet? Have you not scored yet? How long has it been? Oh, God. Uh, well, yeah, no. Right. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> no, I, 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 don't, I don't even remember because I, I stopped rugby, playing rugby for, for a while. So I think... Uh, so yeah, I don't even remember the last time I scored. To be honest, it might never have happened. Well, gents, that's a perfect way to end. Uh, I wish you all the best of luck. Uh, if there's anything we can do to to help push anything forward, just just give us a shout. Uh, I'm yeah, more than happy to post things and share things and get and get your uh, your messages out there. Um, so, Yorkie, Jack, Craig, uh, JC, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you to everyone watching or listening. 
Uh, don't forget to go to rugbystore.co.uk, use the promo code FYBPOD for 10% off anything online. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, we'll catch you down the road. Cheers. Thanks for having us. Thank uh, happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Huge thank you to the team at Croydon RFC for joining me. And thanks once again to our friends at Rugby Stores for supporting our show. Check out rugbystore.co.uk and enter our promo code FYBPOD at the checkout for 10% off your order. And for all the information on Philly Boots, please visit fybrugby.com. I've been Sean Phelan and you've been listening to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable. Roundtable.